Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. You know, I want to continue looking at this idea of the Lord being our deliverer, how the Lord delivers us uh, from times of trials, persecutions, tribulations, stresses, and things of life. You see it all through the Scripture. I mean, if you look it up, I think in the New American Standard Bible, if you just look at the word deliver, it appears more than 200 times in the scripture and it's used in various ways and we looked at what psalm 7 had to say about it and now i want to jump over to the 22nd psalm now the 22nd psalm will be very familiar to us Uh, this is a psalm uh, that david writes and it actually prophesies uh, the crucifixion of the lord jesus christ okay uh You'll see things in the New Testament that are quotes from this psalm right here in relationship to what happened to Jesus. But the psalmist, David, is going through a hard time, and he's crying out to the Lord to be delivered. And you say, well, that's me. Yeah, many of us are in situations like that, be they small things, be they major things, be they things at a personal level or things at a national, international level. (coughs) We're crying out for the Lord to deliver. So let's look at this. This is Psalm 22, verse 1. And it begins with one of those subtitled type of things to describe what it is. For the choir director. Okay? So that means that David is writing this to be a, a, um, a musical piece, something to be sung by the choir. That's what these instructions are. So it says, For the choir director, upon Ajilath Hashashara. Well, that's helpful. That, that, that literally means the hind of the morning, <laughs> the hind, H-I-N-D, of the morning. So what does that mean? Well, sometimes the psalmist will give instructions as to uh, what type of instruments to be used, what type of music is supposed to be. And that's what we see right here. It's for the choir director, so it would be for a choir up on Ajilath Hashashara. Uh, it's probably a tune, okay, a melody, Okay, in other words, I want you to put this right here, take these words right here, and sing it to this melody. We do that all the time with hymns, with praise and worship songs. And then it says this, a psalm of David. So David starts off in verse 1. He says this, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, let's just stop right there. <laughs> where, where do we see that? That's literally the words that the Lord Jesus Christ uses while he's on the cross. He cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Even with being burdened with the sin of all mankind, past, present, and future, undergoing all that, the Lord cries out and uses the word of the Lord. Uses the word of the Lord. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Can you imagine the Jewish leaders when they heard the Lord Jesus Christ crying that out? from the cross, because they would have known this psalm very, very well. But David is crying out, and he cries this out. He says, God, why have you forsaken me? Verse 1 continues, For my deliverance are the words of my groaning. Far from my deliverance are the words of my groaning. Yeah, I better make sure I say the right for. It's not F-O-R, it's F-A-R. And so what's he saying here? He says, you know, I'm groaning. 
yet I haven't received any deliverance. Far from my deliverance are the words of my groaning. It also can mean this. Uh, why are you so far from helping me? Okay. Why is it that I haven't received deliverance is what he's asking. And then he continues, verse 2. Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I have no rest. Uh, literally, the idea that there's no silence for me. There's no uh, rest from the pressures and the turmoils and the things that are coming against me. He's saying, God, I have cried to you for deliverance, but you haven't answered. And at night, but I still have no rest. So what do you do in the midst of that type of thing? And quite often people get frustrated. They'll get angry with God. You know, they, they want their timing rather than the timing of the Lord. But listen what David did, verse 3. Yet you are holy, O you who are enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Literally inhabit the praises of Israel. He's saying, God, I'm crying out to you. And I'm crying for deliverance. I'm, I'm moaning and I'm groaning, but my deliverance is still way off. I don't see it. I cry by day. I cry by night. You haven't answered. And yet, Lord, you are still holy. He's saying, God, I'm not saying you're not holy. And as a matter of fact, this is a great, this whole psalm is a, a good pattern for us to see how to handle this type of thing. How to act. How to react. We need to give thanks to the Lord, as we'll see later. We need to declare that the Lord is holy, even in the midst of what we're going through. We need to do what he says at the end of this third verse. You, Lord, are enthroned upon the praises of Israel. We need to praise the Lord. Verse 4, he continues, In you our fathers trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. So he's saying, Lord, you are holy, and I know you're holy. I praise you, and all of Israel praises you. Our fathers trusted you, Lord, and you know what? You delivered them. They trusted in you, and they del and you delivered them. Verse 5, he says, to you they cried out and were delivered. In you they trusted and were not disappointed. <laughs> so he's reminding God, hey, God, our forefathers, they trusted you. You delivered them. I am trusting you, Lord. I'm asking you to deliver me. They trusted and were not disappointed. Now, listen to these last three verses. Verse 6. But I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of men, and despised by the people. David was having a bad day. <laughs> but it was more than that. He had people coming against him. His own son turned against him, right, and over, sought to overthrow him. And he's feeling this, and he's saying, Lord, I'm, I'm not even a man. I am the lowest of low. I'm a worm. The, I'm reproach of men. People despise me. The next verse, he continues, all who see me sneer at me. They mock me. They separate with the lip. They wag the head. So they're sitting there. He says, they're mouthing off about me. They're talking about me. They're mocking me. They wag their head. Now watch this. This is really interesting. It's reason that we need to read things in the context, okay? Verse 8, commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him because he delights in him. You know, that sounds like a very encouraging verse, and it is. But look at the context, and particularly when you see it visually here. It's, it's a continuation of the sentence in verse 7. Let me read the whole thing again. 
All who see me sneer at me. They separate with the lip. They wag the head, saying. So this is what the mockers are saying. And it's in a quotation, verse 8. The mockers are saying, commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him. And <clears throat> because he delights in him. And the hymns, you know, okay, who's which hymn is which hymn? Commit yourself to the Lord. Let him, capital H, let the Lord deliver him. Let him, the Lord, rescue him. Because the Lord, he, delights in him. They're mocking David. Because David has said that he delights in the Lord, that he's resting in the Lord. He's waiting for the Lord to deliver him. He's ready for, waiting for the Lord to rescue him. So what David is saying is, hey, they're mocking me with this. They're mocking me saying, oh, let the Lord deliver him. Commit yourself to the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him because the Lord delights in him. If the Lord delights so much in him, he will deliver him. You know, I, I dare say that for the most part, people don't realize that there's a mocking that's taking place in that great verse right there. Okay. Now, my time's up. We're going to stop right there. But let me tell you what the next word is. Yet. <laughs> yet. Yet was up in verse 3. Remember, yet you are holy. Yet you are praised, uh, enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted you. I'm going to trust you. Even though I feel like a worm, I'm going to trust you. Even though they mock me because of my trust for you, I'm going to trust you, Lord. May we do likewise. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.